Welcome to episode 68 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Kevin and Brian. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content, brought to you through Netflix, Disney+, Amazon, Hulu, YouTube, Spotify. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week we're focusing mostly on Miss Marvel and Thor. We lay out some plans for what we're going to watch in the future. We've kind of fallen down the rabbit hole of Disney's week-to-week agenda. So we're going to try and break out from that a little bit. In coming weeks we're going to try and watch a couple of films called The Alpinist, which is a documentary about a free climber, I think, and uh, All My Friends Hate Me, which is a suggestion from uh, long-time listener Chris. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Head over to iTunes, rate and review, like and subscribe. All those good things really help us out. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram. Follow us at The Endless Cast. We put up images and clips over there, and it's a good place to interact and tell us if you agree or disagree or suggest something for us to watch. You can also send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Are you all on regular sort of pooping timetables like mine's fairly wildly erratic do people do things sort of on a daily basis at the same time i only poop at home unless it's an emergency but that's like if it's an emergency you set yourself up a safe space yes my body clock runs once in the morning one when i'm home from work okay so you're two a day yeah, more or less. I wish I wasn't. I wish I could. If I if I had three wishes, one of them would be the need not to poop anymore. Because because it's sinning, is it? It's sinning, Brian. Yes, it's contrary to evil, exiting my butthole. Now you just... Is it only sinning because you enjoyed the feeling? Um, no. I was listening to a. I listen to lots of stuff, and all of my information comes from shitty media I consume. But that's why I've got a podcast that talk about the media I consume. I was listening to a podcast with a comedian called John Christ, and he was cancelled, and his career went into the toilet. And when you dig into why he was cancelled, uh, it was because photos arose of him roller skating with a lady and kissing her. Uh, because he is massively successful in the Christian comedy circuit. And there was an indication that he uh, was friendly with a lady before marriage, and that sort of scuppered him. Yeah, well, you know, different different cultures, different contexts, different reasons why you you get cancelled. You know, can't always just be for the. It's almost like they're full of shit. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I think he just went. I think he just like started being a much more club focused comic. But like, it's interesting talking. They talk about the the scale at which they attend these churches that hold 20,000 people. And, you know, they they want... Mega churches. I, 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 mega churches. And that, you know, he... Like, the, the economics of it, because it's a... If you want to do a show at a stadium or a Madison Square Garden or something, you kind of have to rent the venue. And so that's a cost that has to be won back through ticket sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing these mega churches, they want people to come to the church and they want people to come back to the church. So they let you do the act for free. So he's got this, you know, 20,000 seater venues and, and, you know, he'd sell all these places out across America as long as he remained squeaky fucking clean. What a bunch of hypocrites. Crazy. What a bunch of yep. hypocrites. You're right. 
Yep. Yep. Uh, I can't speak to the man's act. Uh, he did mention a few times his uh, stance on vaccination. I was like, um, but, you know, whatever, leave him off. We held the Bag of Cats comedy show in the back page on Thursday night. It was fun. I had what can only be described as a, a, a pretty strong stress stream. It's not great that you've gone from poops to Bag of Cats. Like, that's the train of thought. <sighs> yeah, I, I was shitting myself. For some reason, I had a lot of anxiety around this gig. And I think it's because the support that we had with Dublin Inc. made that one a guaranteed home run, you know? And the back page is a little bit out when you're off in Fibsborough, um, trying to get people to come out that far, you know? And it's one thing if you've built up a local... I was nervous, Dublin Inc. Were you nervous? Yeah, of course. Why? Because nothing's guaranteed, pal. Death and taxes. I know what you're saying, laundry. but I think even... Um, laundry. Laundry. <laughs> Not if you're Emer, let me tell you. Oh my God, edit that out. She'll kill me. I all need to <laughs> I know Emer doesn't listen. She does not. Yeah. Um, shout does. out to Kim. Does, Kim. does Kim listen? She does. Yeah. Oh. Well, well I don't know. I, she listens to the clips you posted on Instagram, which I don't think yeah, you do anymore, do you? I haven't done a few no. of those in a while. Just time. Here you're getting lazy. Time. I, I, I feel bad. Okay. All right. I will redouble my efforts. <laughs> yes, do more. Um, I did mark a couple from last week's it uh, in the audio as, as I was going, like the the, the Kevin fights Ghost in Phoenix Park. Um, I loved the a sound singing to itself in space. Um, there's a there's a lovely. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I should leave you two alone to talk more often and put microphones in the spaces where you are. Um, I had a dream where the Bag of Cats show was being run and like I didn't notice that I was in my kitchen and then the microphone wasn't working and then comics were cancelling and then for some reason my old boss walked in and he shaved his beard and got a perm like Bob Ross and he wanted to talk to me in the back room and at that point I went fuck this I'm going to the bathroom and in deciding that in the dream I stood up out of bed and walked around the bed and went oh I was asleep this whole time thank Christ <gasps> well, it's the only it's the only thing that broke the illusion it was that is the completely definition of a stress dream <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, there's so many factors that that I don't think we're prepared to go into on the podcast. But yeah, we could talk later. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty fucking bad. And then, um, as as I say this, uh, I there's no judgment on people. Like you ask people to fill slots, and you know, it's you know, I'm not I'm not throwing money. There's no contract, but you know, on the day, a couple of people had to drop out, and I was then like, shit, and I was scrambling to find some more comedians to you know fill that slots and do time and like of course um that all worked out there's lovely people out there and everybody's people are looking for a space to gig and um in doing that we reached out to a few people we hadn't reached out to previously as well so we've made some connections and stuff for the next show um and we will just roll these people on you know a couple of people were you know sick or unable to attend but it's just after that night before it was just i was quietly going into Thursday evening going, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's, my eyes are screaming. Um, but once it all kicked off, it was a blast, and I had great fun, and um, uh, it was funny because, you know, Connor was trying to fill the crowd out and, like, organize seat, and then he, like, moved some people up the front, and they were like, he's not going to... He's not going to talk to us or anything, right? And Connor didn't know that I was going in going, I'm going to try crowd work. Um, when is I your next... It was amusing. 
Well, that's good. Well, that's the main thing, isn't it? You're going just for your own self-gratification. Uh, when is your next show? When is the next bag of cat show? What's up? So hopefully I will be doing uh, stand-up at the Giggles open mic on Tuesday. I've uh, That's at the Wellington on Baggett Street. Um, Can you tell me? Uh, seven o'clock, show starts. We're doing... Shock to uh, club. We've moved from the upstairs space to the downstairs space, oh, so that's cool. Going down uh, in the world. It's <laughs> trying to promote itself a bit more. Hey, hey. Uh, I have a few other things lined up, but mostly it's like end of this month or early next month, so I'm going to try and hustle some more slots over the next couple of weeks. The next Bag of Cats show is August 12th at the DL Bar and Restaurant, 6 Crow Street Temple Bar. We've already got a great lineup put together, uh, including um, Ailish McCarthy, uh, Mark Maloney, Paul Sheehan, Lauren Farrell, uh, good, 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 funny people. And it's going to be a blast. Follow at Bag of Cats Group. Follow at The Endless Stream. Follow at The Endless Cast on Instagram. Um, ten minutes of me plugging shit. Is that is that cool? I think it's, I, I, I think it's reprehensible. Yeah. Yeah. No comment. Uh, it, it's, it's not the plug. It's the, the length of time you took. Insecurity as I do it. So. Well, it's just the length of time. Just, like, just, I'm just talking to just, friends about just, things that happen. Just not about it. I'm just not about that. Did I? Did I ask? No, I didn't. I asked. I asked. You did. That's and, my fault, Brian. That's your fault. That's yeah. my fault. We'll talk later. Okay. Yes, I, I'm we'll, fully prepared for it. We'll talk later. on the endless yeah. duo. Is that what was the name of the <laughs> podcast you guys put together? <laughs> endless stream. Our podcast is called the Endless Stream. Our podcast. We own that night. Looks like you had an eventful week. You um, you went full cowboy by the looks of it. Yes, on Tuesday I was able to live a uh, personal dream of mine, and I rode a horse up a hill and back down. A chap called Cody led the horse. My horse's name was Rapapo. She was twenty-seven years old and beautiful. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that's a, that's an old horse. Yeah, she. she or, or was that the one who led the horse? No, Cody was a young okay. man. Um, oh. Fuzzy. Cody was 27 years old and beautiful. Fuzzy Mountain Ranch, I think it's called. It's in Port Leash. Timahoe, Port Leash, I think. Uh, I highly recommend it. The people are lovely. Go out there. They have like beautiful horses. It's a whole like Western team place. It's great. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask. I want to hear more about what you did because there were definitely activities there and I want to know like why it happened and stuff. But um, was that your hat? Or no, was that a hat? The hat there? was provided. Okay. All my clothes was my clothes, but the hat was provided. Okay, because I, I, I was looking at that going, he has had that hat on a hook and he has been waiting for an opportunity. I do have hats and hooks though. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So so why did why did this happen? What was it? It looked like a work trip, was it? Yes, so it was Dublin Inc. day out. So uh, but the majority of the gang from the shop uh, met up in the morning. We closed studio for the day. Norbert was kind enough uh, to close studio for the day. Uh, he also, you know, sprung for the whole day as well, which is really, really awesome. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, one of the ladies I work with, she knows the people who owns the ranch. So we got down there. Uh, we all ran horse riding. We came back. We did some archery. We did, we did some uh, pra- uh, target shooting and stuff like that. Like, uh, it was really good fun. It was, yeah, it was actually, it was brilliant. It was a good day, beautiful weather. Uh, I got to ride a horse. I cannot complain. I wear a cowboy hat. And like, nobody judged me. It was brilliant. And it was really beautiful. I was just thinking like, this this would have been it. 
this would have been it for some people for a, a, a long period of time. Historically, in the countryside, just riding horses. Oh, the lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would have been done yeah. a bit more work as well, though. <laughs> Not any Western fantasy I've ever had. Um, but yeah. So would you, would you do like I remember looking at leaflets of like, like basically the city slickers thing. Would you go do that like yes. two week, like dude ranch thing where you move cattle from point A to point B? Yes, I would. Yes. I can't believe you even had to ask. Him. Yeah, as long as I, I would, I would if it was like. Uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm booking it. Like, are we are we all going? Yes, I would love to. I would, yeah, I would have no problem doing it as long as the Brian's animals, our Billy Crystal. As long as the animals are safe and healthy and happy, and you know, I'll do it then. I'll be the John Lovitz because Rapaho loved like Rapaho had to be like calmed down on the way back because she just loves like tearing it down the hill like she loves getting out and uh, out for the day and doing the doing the, the route and stuff so you know if as long as it's beneficial to the horses and like i said it's all kosher yeah i'm good i'll do it because you know the way in some countries the poor donkeys are like crippled from like having to carry tourists all day in and day out that's not cool kevin i want to hear your no. best jack palance impression That's pretty good. Thank you. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I thought there was going to be a moment where he's like, "Who's that?" I know uh, who that but, is. I know who that but, is. Um, that was a pretty good. Of course, I know who that is. You're my number one guy. That, that's the weirdest. Anyway, great movie. I love City Stickers and City Stickers too. Yeah. Yep. I think the soundtrack does a lot of the work. I was trying to explain the score. It's good but, music. But I was literally trying to explain City Slickers to the, to the guys uh, on Tuesday because whoever owns the, the Michael, I believe, who owns the ranch, was uh, talking to his people who were like, wanted to come down for the day to experience. And he's just like, and he was literally on the phone going, like, all right, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, if he got experience, oh, no, no, all right, you're, you're, you're just City Slickers, is it? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, fair play to him. <laughs> he really living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,. That movie have a like it had an open uh, sorry animated opening credits right yes yeah I think uh, yeah a I, cowboy swinging yeah. a lasso around the place too. Um, yes oh, I really uh, want to go watch City Slickers now City Slickers is great fuck this podcast I'm yeah. yeah I remember watching it as a kid and my mum telling us uh, about what's it Jack Palance uh, just about he because I, obviously I, I was aware of who Billy Crystal was from a young enough age you know but she was telling mm. us about him and his career and all that kind of stuff yeah good movie good fun. Jake as a little boy. Oh, interesting. If true. Interesting, if true. Um, so, yeah, and then we went to... Well, that was brilliant. Uh, I posted a picture of myself in the cowboy hat on the horse, and it got a very good reaction. Uh, lots of people are... Were, 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 lots of people were very, were very happy for me to be on a horse. Everybody knows it's your dream. <laughs> It's, um, it's 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 oddly like everything else we know about you we also know that this is like undercurrent of like cowboy kev <laughs> um but uh did we did we give line dancing in your past right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i had to do it yeah yeah in third or fourth class yeah it swept the nation for a while shameless yeah yeah fucking yeah man line dancing i'm gonna do more of it just practice at home and rte did everything they could to stamp it out amongst kids because the den had a whole anti-line dancing arc. Yeah, bastards. And, and, line it's dancing. just anti-rural, isn't it? 
sold. Yeah, Andy Whirl. Andy Whirl. No, uh, no, RTE is great. RTE is uh, 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 a that's your opinion. Fantastic support to the creative. Ah, uh, but they were the Yankification of Ireland's youth. But they were happy to show us bloody fucking bloody fucking. sister sister and other Yank shows. Saved by the Bell. Things that molded me. Great. Yeah, but there's a difference between you know, and the showing a show and adopting a culture, which is what yeah. line dancing was. But like that's, um, I don't know. That's why we've got Garth Brooks selling it. Krog Park. Krog Park? God, Krog Park. Jesus, I don't even know how to say it. I'm going there. Um, I got tickets. What? You got tickets to Garth? Yes. Okay. I, I, there's no judgment to that. It's just, a, it, it's expected. Me and Brian have been on many. I can't hack big crowds. I. It's why I so rarely go to musical events. It's a good job your shows are all small then. And unpopulated. <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking about that as well. Like I, I was thinking about that. Like I will go to gigs a lot if it's sitting down and listening to people talk. But if it's standing in bands, I don't know. I guess you must love church. Just have you <laughs> tried church? <laughs> yes, he sounds like um, a, uh, he's into it. I enjoyed it the first season, but then subsequent seasons was a lot of repeated themes. You know, they didn't uh, evolve. Fair. And like they give um, you a snack halfway through. That's pretty good. Halfway. Uh, halfway through. Halfway end end, dude. Sort of, sort of, If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do jokes, do them right. Research. Yeah, do your research. Yeah, Me and Kev like Psst. our own research, research and we do that. Sh- we do that all yeah. the time. Like extensive. And we don't even have interns. Exhaustive yeah. research. Yeah. There was a. I did watch a stand up. Um, I'd I'd be able to find the guy's name, but I don't know it. Uh. And uh, it, to this day, it's just one of the most infuriating kind of bits I've ever seen. Uh, live at the Apollo, the guy was on stage saying about like how, oh, Miley Cyrus kind of had a drinking problem. She said she used to wake up with half a bottle of tequila and not remember some of the night or something. She's, and then he said, like, Jesus, that's not a drinking problem. Johnny Cash used to wake up with an empty bottle of salt, you know. Uh, and then he st- oh. and then he was just like, oh, and like, uh, how about Johnny Cash for you, huh? He really, uh, he was, he really made sure that when he wrote uh, "Hurt," that it could never be covered by anybody else. And it's just like, "Hurt," it's a cover. Like you're on, you're at live at the Apollo. And w- was that the joke? Yeah, yeah. It was basically just like kind of how like he was like, well, kind of no one could ever cover "Hurt," could they, or something like that. You know, it was like that was the thing, and it was just like, oh, it's not even. Who who was this? Can't remember. Can't remember. I'd, I'd be able to find it, but and I can't remember. It was Unless, live at the Apollo. Yeah, wasn't a good bit. I could be wrong though. I could have misheard it, but I'm pretty sure that was it. It's funny. I like comedians a lot, and I enjoy them on things. Um, but often the the person is more interesting than the act. Does that make sense? Yes. Like usually, like I I will, I guess. The media I'm consuming, like I enjoy people on their podcasts, and then when I see the act, I'm like, uh, I'm in no position to judge after eight weeks of trying to write funny shit. Speaking of uh, comedians and their podcasts, I have watched some of the new season of Only Murders in the Building. I never finished the first season. I feel bad about it. Uh, I like the show, but it's silly, but I like it. Don't feel bad. It's my it's, it's my okay. default position. Did you get up to anything this week, Brian, that you want to talk about? I had a 
CT scan. <gasps> That's about it. All cure. What what end of story? Part of you was scanned. Um, mostly my abdominal area, but they checked out everything while they were while they were there. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. It's all fine. So the Did mystery you get to see any continues. No, I might ask. Can I, can they send them on? They just sent on the report. Okay. What what what? Like I'll cut anything you don't want to mention. What were they investigating? Uh, issues or no. I, I mentioned to the doctor, I think it was about two years ago, that there was like, just every so often, like a bump or bulge popping up, but mostly when I'm lying down and like not that consistently, oh. not worried about it, but I was just like, what is it? Mm. Um, Slight hernia concern? Yeah, just uh, a, he was saying it, a cyst or something. He was saying a doctor reckoned more likely it's probably just something, not necessarily on the verge of herniating, but hernias are, you know, just when that muscle wall is weakened and yeah. the, the intestine yes, starts yes, to poke yes. through so no, he was no. saying the the wall maybe is weakened as a result of something but it's not it's not Be necessarily true. on the verge of, of tearing anything so he said maybe that's all it is i think that was about two years ago at least a year ago maybe longer hasn't given me any no. trouble um but then since i think march it's having like a lot of stomach pain nothing serious but just persistent not going away so i'm back and i said and then the 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 kind of bump of the bulge was lower initially and now it's slightly higher Mm. so i was like if that's shifted or moved then maybe that's causing this additional pain so every time the doctor is checked to see if there's anything there there's there's nothing going on like and like i said most of the time it's just when i'm lying down and for whatever reason it tends to be when my legs are like really kind of straight that it's sort of Mm. pushes through or whatever so every time he's checked he can he can never find it so um there was f- that is frustrating when you've when you have a thing going on and like the moment you go to the doctor's like it's not doing it now mm. but yeah um so i think I, he didn't explain fully but while i was in the waiting room i, I kind of picked up a bit of it because of the hack with the HSC and stuff and like they were there they're off they have some scheme at the moment where they're doing free scans talk to your GP if you need a scan they might know the details so I was able to get this free um, CT scan right so yep it's all 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 care which is good pain's still there okay. but the pain the pain isn't awful but it was just the fact that it was like no it's just, just you, know, you don't want to get it worse it's, it's, it's gone on address it it's been March yeah. till now and it's still there so it was like I should do the sensible thing and ask someone. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I had to drink a liter of this stuff because it was with the the dye. the dye and the contrast IV and stuff. So, um, but that, the instructions for that made no sense. Uh, it was funny because it's like you go in there and it's like it is crucial. We're giving you a liter of this stuff and you've got to drink a full glass. And it's like one. And then in brackets, number one, one full glass of this thing at these times. And like crucial, you got to do it at this time because it's got its work away down to your bowels. So every loop of your intestines, so we can kind of see what's going on. But then the timing of the thing made no sense. So like the, the lady walked in, she gave me the jug, gave me the instructions. She's like, okay, it's quarter to now. Drink the first glass in five minutes. That would have been like 10 to nine. Then the next one at nine, 10 past, whatever. And then it's like, don't drink the last glass. And I was like, 
why why does like you drink the last glass in the room with the radiologist it's like okay but then after i drank like one glass after two glasses i was halfway through the the liter stuff i was like this is making no sense like to do your yeah, big glass yeah but that yeah but the, the instructions say like drink a full cup but follow the things it's like do i yeah. do i divide because there was it was in a joke with like the gradients on the side you know so i could like it's like, do I do I drink? Do I divide a thousand by seven and just drink that much every ten minutes? But it was like, that's not a full class. Then I was like, which which part's more important here? And then when I asked the lady who gave me the stuff, she's like, oh, don't worry about that. It's not that important. It's like, even if you don't finish it, it's fine. It's like, but but the but the letter with the so just confusing. Yeah, even even um, when I get, when I got my eyes thing done, they went you know like we would I went in with a nurse first and she set me up and she's explaining the whole aftercare thing. It's like you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to put these in. If you miss one, do that. If you do this, do that. Do this, do that, that. And always wear these when you sleep. And then I went in and the surgeon was just like, you know, he did the thing, brought me out and just let's go through the pack just to be sure. And he went, you can do that if you want to. Some people like these, maybe do that. I don't know. You know. Anyway, you'll be fine. Good luck. I was like that is two contrasting mm-hmm. takes on this. Now, I just did everything to the letter of the law because I'm a lunatic as well, but like, then I stabbed myself in the eyeball. We've covered this. Um, and I took longer to heal because of it. Fucking Egypt. <laughs> well, I hope you're okay, Brian. Um, oh, yeah. I hope we get to the bottom of your bulge. Kev loved it. He loved that. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> You I went, went to, to Wings Buffet, you said. I yes, cut you off I went to, you were about to do it. While we're in the out and about section. Uh, I was just going to mention it. I went to Wings. It was brilliant. Uh, obviously, it's, it's you know. You ate a lot of meat. A buffet. No, it's a buffet. The, the quality of stuff is kind of shit. But it's good. Would you? Yeah. Don't say that. Don't, don't include that part. But. Do you think Wings are unaware of the? I I would just I would never I would I would I would never say no to a sponsorship by Wings. Ooh, okay, yeah. yeah. So don't yeah. just don't yeah. put that in there. Take all of the hushed voice stuff out. Um, yes, I went to Wings this week, uh, and uh, it was it was genuinely, uh, you know, it's buffet food. It's it's all you can eat. We there's a certain you know expectation. We all know we've all for the most part have been to one. I'd imagine we know what they're like, but but. Um, this has, but I've been to buffets. I'm pretty sure. Okay, um, questioning my reality, but uh, I, I I was smart. I had four plates. I did not stack or heap. It's my food. I went around and I picked like a dessert. Well, well, uh, a dessert spoon. Okay amount of everything and I sampled everything and there's a lot and there's a lot they have like pizza sushi uh, you had four plates yeah okay but mo- the first two plates were the savory stuff and the second two places plates were more uh, a mixed mash of different bits and some of their dessert stuff oh and I had a bowl of ice cream but small you had portions. Five plates. <laughs> small portions. I was responsible. Okay. okay. That's how, how you, did you feel the next morning. Yeah, grand. Not a bother. Oh. Yeah, all okay. good. Uh, 
no diarrhea. Uh, but no, it was it was it was. Wait, great. I love wait, it. wait, wait, wait. Was that a like that, that was like a like line of business card? <laughs> I was like, no, diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> I was grand. I was great. No, <laughs> diarrhea. No, there was there was uh, an absence of uh, firm liquid, poop, liquid feces. Oh, okay. No, the firm poop was present. Um. But uh, no, it was not, not at the restaurant. Well, you know, I can't attest for people. I did not use the batteries at the restaurant. But uh, no, it was great. Uh, it was genuinely really We've good. We covered now. this. You only poo morning and evening in your place. Yes. Uh, yeah. If it, 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 uh, outside of an emergency, yeah. Uh, but um, but no, it was really good food. It was really good. I had caught a chicken. They had a thing called chicken Metallica, which was just a really crunchy chicken nugget, chicken goujon. Um, I had lots of different. Uh, yeah, just things from all over. It was really, it was yeah. I loved it. It was great. It was a good experience. Good fun. Just like as in, like just to be there and see the amount of stuff they have available was 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 cool. Was an experience. It was like you know, it was an extra bonus to an already good day. Will we get into some of the stuff that we've watched, read, gone to? Uh, I was about to say, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting that the theme of the podcast has been poop, what with Thor and Miss Marvel. I said it. <gasps> I said it. There, I said it. Oh, my I, I, word. Cream might want to turn this off right I now. I went just there. For her. I went there. So there. Yeah, especially because also I watched Stranger Things, which is also... Kind of poopy. Within, within the category of kind of poop. poop. It's got splatterings. It's been splattered. There's been some backsplash. Neptune's whoa, kiss. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that before, Brian? No. <laughs> Neptune's kiss, yeah. Is that a dude ranch thing? No, <laughs> Neptune's kiss is when you poop and the water and, and it yeah, hits we the hole in the water. Well, we, we figured. Oh. We, we know. <laughs> okay. It makes perfect sense. It's, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we just ended there. Fuck it. Taurus poop, <laughs> Miss Marvel's poop, Neptune's kiss. Roll credits. I, I, I was sitting here quietly going, I'm going to draw Cowboy Kev for this week's cover. Because the tour stuff's really easy, but now he's given us Neptune's kiss. Um, Stranger Things. Uh, I enjoyed mostly. Um, I think I went into it. Exp- I, I maybe it's my own fault because I got lost. I thought this was the final season. So when the last twenty minutes are just basically setting up the next season, I was like, "Is it going to like just set up a like and then it continued?" Or there's there's a point in it where there's forty minutes left and it could have ended. Brian, Brian, I was just going to say mm-hmm. even before you say that, Brian, I swear to God, I was watching it, and I was just like, "That's that's it." I suppose how much long is left in the episode? And forty minutes, bang on forty minutes. I was like, "That's exactly." I literally instinctly because it was just like this is over i mean i i texted you know. that to you as well last yes i know you did yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah no. you, you, you literally said it to us yeah. you said it to us and then i kind of like without even was checking watching it, it a couple, yeah, a couple of days it's like yeah this is over bang it's like 40 minutes i was like oh my god that's exactly what brian was talking about it's nuts yeah it's crazy yeah. i was saying that to you, the guys you, you feel it this should be the end of it and then yeah then they did that fucking slow-mo hugging bullshit 
Thanks, Peter yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Um, Eddie's Eddie's sequence with the bats was cool. I enjoyed that immensely. Um, I, I th- he was a fun character this season, and I was kind of sad. To- his 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 death was forced. Yeah. It was spoiled on me, though. So. Yeah, I think they 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 wanted to give him this sort of arc. Yeah. Kind of thing, but I think it, they could have it, kept it. It's alive. frustrating because like there's a lot the show has in common with Lost, and nobody likes Lost anymore. And I can pick five moments from Lost that have way more of the, the kind of emotional impact. Like I, I won't say kind of specifically, but that there's there's a moment in season three of Lost that is just so beyond anything. In Stranger Things, there's a moment in season one. It's actually with the same character, um, and it's just I think it's like episode eleven or twelve, and it is it's a death scene, and it's just it's crazy. It's it's crazy that Lost is so P- people have no patience for something kind of it was made up as it went along and it worked because of it and it's it's but, just baffling to me that people people are saying oh look they've hinted at Vecness in season one saying like, no they didn't they, no, they, se- no, season they one no, they didn't they, they wrote season one and it was a one and done season and they were so yeah. massively popular they had to come back and they had to they've only yeah. just been figuring out this overall story it, it took them yeah. this season to kind of to get there and it's, it's Look, just crazy I mean, that it's it's crazy that people love it as much as they do. I, yeah, I, I, I should say, it. I know it's awful. Or you know, I shouldn't say that because it's just my opinion. But like, nah, you know what though? It's not great. Eleven. It's not. It's spend really the not. entire season back in season one, just live, reliving that stuff. Re- basically, they wrote themselves in the corner with her, and they wanted to get out of it. So they made Vecna look like the villain, her traumatized and forgetting it, and all this kind of stuff. Like, oh, like it was rubbish absolute hmm. rubbish hopper escapes prison goes back to prison escapes goes back escapes goes back i i saw people kind of talking about well they like, built the set they built the set but people people have talked about like you know what's going on with this character and why is this character doing that and you know this character is so different and it's like because everybody's doing different stuff people are talking about like you know mike mike is so different and like why why is he so different from like his season one i was like because he's filming films he's not around <laughs> they've got him for They've got him for two weeks yeah. and they they don't have him for long enough to write a decent story and like that's the only reason mm. his character has has changed to the extent and it it it's a it applies to the the whole show. It's also it, Hopper has a broken foot for the back half of that season. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I know that's true. And uh, do you know, shite, but it's just but it drove me mad right as, well. as well from the production standpoint. But it drove me mad as well, like uh, kind of. Well, f- six Russians with AKs couldn't take out Demi Morgan, but Hopper just passes one on the table and one one gunshot to the head kills it. Yeah, the the, the show you know is I mean? the show is full of that kind of stuff. Like since season- and Steve Steve could take a, a, an army of them out with a baseball bat. Yeah, the wasn't show's that, wasn't that in one. The show's been full of that stuff since yeah. season one, and it, it's look yeah. like yeah. it. It does a lot of fun stuff. Like that, that ending sort of like montage when the music builds yeah. and he's swinging the sword and they're fighting this and the other. It's like it's really good. Yeah. Like it, it, it really is engaging and but, you feel your your heart pump and stuff. But when you start trying to, that's all it is. It's just a pastiche. Uh, we said this last week. It's just a pastiche of 
I bet the plan for the show was just a fucking mood board with all these different kind of things that they're going to recreate and touch on and they're just going to string them together with you know the cast's inherent likability basically um, but that's that's all it's got and there's there is good moments yep. in there I mean I still there watched is, yep, it there kind is, 100%. Of, I still watched it kind of hoping but it's just never become the show that I the, the theme tune just the, the show I imagine when you know the yeah. setting and you know the setup and then you hear the theme tune it's like this is my thing I'm going to love this and I'm watching and I'm going oh, this is bad this is weak it's very weak yeah fair yeah. I yeah. think I, I think I am like I want to like because there's a danger this entire episode just being negativity <laughs> but like I, I had it. a fun time watching it no 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 um, I had a fun time watching the show overall and there's fun stuff in it but it is just this thing where it's like we do come into things going I want some like cohesive cinematic achievement and just so much of TV and film production is just like can we get something made that, that loosely holds together and you know they are they're doing there's great fun in it I definitely want a, a Hellfire Club t-shirt mm. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna buy merch I'm a I'm an idiot um, they, 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 that that one guy was it Larry or something the jock he he got this he got he he just disappeared his body literally got disintegrated Jason, that was it I think yeah. Jason or something yeah 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 he's a yeah I'm sorry I was about to go he's an asshole it's like well yeah that's the character he's, he's playing be, yeah. and he did a good job of it and yeah there's all if 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 an actor can make you hate a character that much they're doing a damn good job have you seen the guy playing Vecna doing the voice because he was wearing so no. much prosthetic. He had to record his voice stuff afterwards. Yes. His voice is incredible. Check out the clip. He's got like I it's so heavily processed and like I, I saw when I saw the clip first, I saw somebody saying, God, his voice is incredible, it's just his natural voice. And I was I was like, ah, oh, save it for later. Cause I, I couldn't for whatever reason I couldn't listen to it at the time. And then it popped up somewhere else and then I heard it. I was like, Jesus Christ, his voice. They they should have just mm. it doesn't need any fucking processing. His voice is fantastic on its own. Yeah. Check it out. Check yeah. out that clip if mm. Really cool, and like that—that's—that's that's the thing we're coming. Uh, he was great, actually. I would like to pull us around to is we can go through each of the cast, and for the most part, go. They're doing a good job, you know, and there's fun, exciting moments in it. But it's just overall as a show, we're just like, I wish this was just a bit like stronger or cohesive or had like a uh, point to it. And when when they do stupid things like, I can't remember what. Oh, oh, when when they're driving away in the van, and two Russian stormtroopers are peppering the back of those doors with shots from ACAM like everyone in the back of that thing is dead every like like for a country that knows it's guns inside out whoever's writing that whoever's setting up the scenes like just don't have them hitting it don't have the guards come out like because anybody that knows even a little bit about I don't even know a little bit about guns like to, to be saying it but I just know enough that like if you pepper the if you if you Swiss cheese the back doors of that van like you show us it happening Someone's Everyone shot. in there is dead. Like, I'm sure just anyway. I don't know. Um, uh, is that me? No, no, no. It's it's. it's Am I being too peppery? Like, no, because I, like, I I think I think that kind of that sort of tendency is across the show. That 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 like that approach also, to scenes. It's 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 in every aspect of if if the staging and the production and the writing. You know. Yeah, because like there's even a scene where uh, where Mike and Will and Argyle and the other brother. Who's the other brother? I can't remember. Jonathan. 
Jonathan, is it? Yeah. All they're all in a house with the two police agent guys, right? And they're waiting for pizza. And the doorbell rings and the agent goes to the door and there's a guy in camo gear with a silenced uh handgun and you know, shoots him. Then everybody else proceeds to enter the house with like <laughs> assault rifles, just going to help for letters. Like, why the fuck did that one man wear camo and have a have a have a uh, silencer? It's just like the literally the next scene is a massive shootout where everybody just came to the house and big trucks surrounded. Like, it's like it's too contrasting. Like yeah. camo, stealth, silencer, assault rifles, SWAT team. It's it, just it, like it, what it's, the fuck. It's the same thing with the first episode. It literally opens with like you know a title card saying like Hawkins, you know. Department of Energy, whatever, this building, and there's a scientist running from a monster, and then we see him get killed in an elevator by a monster. And then the next three or four episodes are about what happened to Will? Where's Will? Like where it's like the fucking mm. monster. There's there's a monster. Like you literally yeah. opened with like it, it makes no sense. The characters it's supposed to be a mystery show and they open with the fucking answer. And then monster, we're waiting yeah, yeah. so long for the characters to catch up to it. Simple thing would have been just Take that scene out, have them kind of figure out, and then suddenly realize, holy shit, we're in this, we're in this sci-fi story where this stuff's going on. But we're so far ahead of the characters as the audience, which you know is normal enough sometimes. But we're episodes degree, yeah. ahead of them, and it's so, and it, it's it's that kind of thing. It's like they wanted to open with this mystery thing, yeah. and but they gave too much away, and it's it's just it's that contrast between it's like there's no logic between the things they're showing us and the things that are happening and it's but do you think the mindset there is like if i don't if i don't give somebody this answer up front they're not going to get three episodes in to find it no they will though because probably because well, that people, might be their people thinking like but... mystery stuff you know or like yeah give you give give the benefit of the doubt they, they literally just had uh, too many ideas and they just slapped them all together mm. and and it, it, it's across the whole show. The the other one then is like I know I'm playing catch up with you guys, but like I did start the most recent season of the Umbrella Academy, and it's I'm not as I'm not as disconnected from it as you are, Brian. Where you're just like I can't get into it. Like I'm enjoying it. I love it. I do. I do think there's a little bit of like I don't particularly care if if the if the if the if the ongoing thing is like it's just going to end and then like however, I love that whole cast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like like five five is amazing, fucking amazing. Like, like, like he's eighteen, nineteen, or something. Yeah, and he's been doing a great job playing a cantankerous old guy since season one, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Diego's really charismatic. Diego's great. Uh, the guy playing uh, one, uh, what's number one? Luther. Name? Luther. He's 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 done a great job. Like even if you look at his career of playing, like you know, big Captain America style, whatever. He's Rick on. He's in Game of Thrones as well. Um, maybe I've got the wrong he's name on him. Merlin. Uh, he's in Merlin. Um, he's I think he was Dickon actually. <laughs> Dickon. I think yeah, it was. I think yeah, that's it as well. They, they, they've got a bit of a sense of humor. Dickon Tarly or something. I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was, um, was Sam's brother, wasn't he? Burnt alive, isn't he? At the end. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's there at the the dragon burning. Um. Uh, who else have we got? Elliot uh, Page. Elliot Page is. Elliot Page is the outsider of the family, and I always feel like they get a a, sh- a shitty narrative. You know, like they're not quite, they don't get to be as much fun as everyone else gets to be. But 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 that's um, their role, like you know, 
yeah, I, I, I just, I know from the rest of their work that they can be just as charismatic, but they're yeah. playing the drip, you know, and it's like, oh, I wish you had the chance to be. Robert Sheehan is excellent in it. He is phenomenal in it. Uh, but, but, um, yeah, no, I think, I think. Even the guy playing the father. Yes. Um, yeah. The guy playing Diego. Is it Faye? Um, Lila. Lila. Okay. Um, Lila's. I think it's Lila. So much fun. Um, Pogo. Pogo. (laughs) Alison gets a, Alison is also like Elliot in the sense of, um, uh, has a hard old, like, you know, Alison loses her daughter and her partner. Uh, She's she's lost a lot. Um, her character was I to, to kind of be honest with you, I didn't like the fact that they cut her hair. I think that really took away from Elliot cutting his hair. Um, I didn't watch all of it, so I don't think I got to that bit. Yeah, yeah there's a scene. There's a scene where Alison cuts her hair like just shorter and stuff because she's kind of just. Ah, she's changing. She's she's going through a lot, you know. But uh, it's just like it's just like no, no, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I, I don't know. When I first met that actress, she had like a severe undercut, and I really liked that look, like a mohawk thing. Yeah. Um, she was in Hamilton as well, I think. That's yeah, sure. So, um, I have. She looks much cooler in reality than she does. In she looks cooler in reality than in this season, at least. Looks way cool in reality. Yeah, I mean, just... but you know, you know what I mean. Costume so, for the show, I guess. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just, just didn't appreciate cutting her hair as well. I felt that that was like, like it was, it was, it was so well done and tasteful with Elliot Page and all that stuff. And then for Alison to do it like a couple, like you know, it's like it's, it's like wow, they really are sisters or uh, siblings, you know. Uh, but no, I like, I, I still, I, I really like Umbrella Academy, and I'd watch rewatch it to be honest. It's a fun show. Well, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I think I just get the sense that, like as you said, it's just going to keep setting up apocalypse after apocalypse. So if I, if I don't feel that it's going to fucking end, I start to hatch. You know, like, I, um, like I love it. There's only so much it. middle act you can. It's kind of hard for me as well to. to kind of connect with it. Like the, the second they moved into the hotel and it looked like a fucking. It looked like a set that they hadn't deconstructed from altered carbon or something. I was just like. The show's going to be set here for the next however many episodes. And no matter what happens in the story, it's it's not going to venture far outside of this. And when I'm too aware of like the the production and stuff, it's it's kind of hard to, to engage. Because it's like, oh, well, they're only doing that because, because of budget or logistics, as opposed to the story driving stuff. There's something I, I think it's hard as well getting into it because... The boys is so tightly written, and it's it's great. So it's hard going from the boys to to this kind of stuff. Boys are fantastic. I am. Um, <laughs> I've already told you that like I haven't been watching the boys, and I kind of I, I disconnect from it very quickly with the the violent stuff of it. For some reason, it just doesn't quite work for me. Um, I think it's like I think. Like a RoboCop has that sort of ultra-violent stuff in it as well, but I sit down and I watch two hours of RoboCop and that's done. Whereas the boys, I feel it it's just it just feels like too much for me to like. Just watch it all at once, so you become desensitized. However, um, Sunday morning over breakfast with Baby and eating her cereal, I decided to put on the opening scene of season three. You and just idiot! Went, 
<laughs> no, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and um, I was, uh, yeah, I, I put it on and my mother was sitting at the kitchen table. And Jesus as, Christ. as that scene, as that scene happened, Bailey started laughing her whole off. And it is hilarious. Like, what is this? And I went, don't come in. Do, do not walk into this sitting room. Stay where you are. And she was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, um, and then what happens, happens. And Bavian's laughter turned to this traumatized horror of like, I'm eating. Why would you make me look at this? Um, I, I enjoyed that a lot. I might be a monster. Nah. People love, people love, um, what's it called, body horror? People love it. Uh, yeah, that it, was it, It's not that he loved it, it's the fact that he put it on while somebody was eating breakfast. Oh, he, oh, oh, yeah. And oh, he, yeah. he subjected them to it. Yeah, it, it's not that I, um. Because it is it's funny, it's hilarious. I, <laughs> it's fucking. Oh, it's yeah. shocking. I was like. <gasps> I think the second he sneezed, yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, but the next yeah. the next shot where it's just like is that an orange oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah did you send me the link saying they, they built a physical prop like there's a giant I can't remember somebody it. did yeah. somebody did somebody yeah said, there's a there's a giant bouncing castle type of thing inflatable for him to jump into yeah um, yeah hilarious they built a full scale thing yeah yeah uh, for those that haven't watched just watch it just watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, say now. Um, so yeah, so the boys. That's it. Now that's the finish, right? Mm-hmm. Eight episodes a season. Yep. Yep. It was very I good. Like I need to watch it. Very good. Very good. Did you not watch it yet, Aiden? Yeah. You only oh. on episode one of season three? Or? Yeah, and I haven't watched season two. I watched <laughs> okay. two episodes of it. I just was like, I've heard. I think the thing, part of the 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 part of the the thing is I want to be involved in the conversation I can feel the hype on the internet and everything but like the barrier is I have to watch season 2 before I can join in and I know that by the time I'm ready to join in everyone's like oh no that's weeks ago like, okay, well, I'll just I'll get there eventually I'll just quietly enjoy it and yeah. um, speaking of things I'm quietly enjoying many many years later um, I watched like 15 episodes of Sharp with Sean Bean they're all yeah. on YouTube Um. Uh, uh, my I'm, dad would I'm, love you I'm, I'm a big advocate for this and I think nobody will like it um, they're great fun they are a bit ropey in places uh, in terms of the the special effects and the characters and the motivations and it's like I don't doubt that people in Napoleonic in the Napoleonic Wars were that shitty my dad watched Sharp. Uh, yeah, they also write the books. Um, I think there's a lot of. Uh, I think it's a series of books originally, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I would have seen them growing up and stuff, but I've never sat down to watch it. Uh, there was Sharp. I know Horatio Hornblower is another one I used to watch a bit. Paul uh, Dark is is. I don't know if you so watched that, Paul Dark. I must ask him. Or that's, him. that's the thing in watching this is that like they need a little revision, but I can't see them leaving these books sit for too much longer like they got they got 15 16 feature length productions out of them through the 90s like netflix or prime or somebody's gonna go do you know what we could we could do this again and um, the only thing have is, you watched it, outlander it expensive i watched some of outlander should i watch more of outlander probably 
Okay. Um, you love a period yeah, yeah. costume drama, so I mean, we all know that's really what it is. Just watch, watch out, Andrew. I do. You do. I do. I'm not. That's not. I'm not even a disc. That's, that's, just that's, yeah. That's... Mm-hmm. I love technically. I love a period costume drama if it's in the Wild West. You know, it is. It's all the same. But but I think what I I think what I like about watching these things in a row like that was because, like. Okay, Bond is Bond, you know, but you've got this other franchise here that is potentially kind of that. Like, they could do that. And it's it's got the connective tissue. He is he is a rank-and-file member of, of infantry who happens to save somebody's life and gets himself a battlefield promotion. And then you watch him over the whole thing garner, like, begrudging respect and earn more promotions and, like... You know, he wins a battle and takes a trophy and that becomes kind of... It, it, the, there's kind of a sort of video game-like inventory, you know? Like, he, he, what part of one episode is, you know, his sword gets broken and getting a new sword to fight off this French commander is part of the narrative. Like, you know, sharp sword is the thing and somebody forges him this thing and he goes off and fights a, a duel with this guy and, like, they, they build a good... Like, I realized that I'd never watched them... They were always on UTV, and because they're two hours long and they take a commercial every 20 minutes, it's an entire Saturday afternoon of television for UTV. But I'd seen huge chunks of it, but never watched it in any order. And starting to learn, you know, like a Bond, this has its, you know, this has its theme tune, which I was unaware of, and it has its visual language of, like, kind of at the end of all of them, he, you know, kind of looks wistfully behind him and then turns around and you get this silhouette of the soldier marching off into the distance and the theme tune comes on, and... Like, there's there's a language to it, and there's a there's a, you know, there's probably a fandom to that as well. And it's like, you know, I, I guess I no, just immersed myself in it and learned it and liked it. It's just me. It's just you. Everyone who watched it and, is dead uh, now, except you. You're next. And my father. <laughs> He's still alive, <laughs> despite God trying. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no sharp. Yeah, I, I, I won't watch it. Sorry, Ed. Huh? I won't watch. Oh Sharp. no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying this isn't one that I'm saying go and watch. I'm saying I watched it and this is my report for you. I think I would be very surprised if they didn't reboot this in the near future. Did you ever watch the movie Four Feathers? I, uh... Here's the thing: I saw the original mm. with my dad, mm. and we tried to watch the new one, and he was like, "Ah, this is bullshit." And he had no interest in it, so we turned that off. Yeah, I'm pretty is, sure. Is Heath Ledger in that? Yeah, I think he's in the 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 remake. I definitely it was just it's just another one of those things. There's a few things that like growing up, I know my dad loved, and it was like mm. uh, Sharp, Horatio Hornblower, uh, Four mm. Feathers was a movie he loved, but it must have been the original. Okay. It must have been the original, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it's in the same vein as Sharp, right? It's that period. The eighteen early eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of early eighteen hundreds. We had a flashback episode this week of Miss Marvel. To the 1940s? 1940s. I think that, yeah. yeah. Well, it's all about flashback period-y stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, the best... MS. MS. The best MS. thing of Miss Marvel was episode one, and it's been... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an episode left. A story is happening, and boxes are getting ticked narratively, but who gives a fuck? 
you know like was Ugh. that the end was that the climax was that the big actions like was that the villain but there's one episode left arc. so she's gonna fight well, Cameron the... in the next episode yeah 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 and he's just panicky and scared and doesn't actually want to hurt anybody yet um, so that's gonna be talking him off a ledge more than anything right or his mom has possessed him or yes or... I think his mom is more possessed than anything else hmm but who knows? This it's been all over the place. This, this there's so much stuff with like the the ODDC, the the influencer girl whose life she saved. Just so many plot threads that were just kind of established and then go nowhere. It's yeah, I'm disappointed. It's a mess. A total yeah. mess. So the, the, like I did, I, I liked the character. But even the character, sorry, Brian, even the character running for the position in the local mosque, the council, uh, and, yeah, and uh, uh, council, sorry, and uh, community and things. Like, ah, oh, what is the point of any of it? But saying that the, well, the, the, the I, stuff I, with her family and I, friends is so much more interesting than the superhero plot. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it just exactly. well, that, that's yeah. it. it. It's not. It's not that bad. Like it is fun episode to episode. I'm having fun. It's just when I I'm thought this one was pretty bad. Go because it, it's well. So the, I thought it was bad because it's. I, I I liked the little. I liked the flashback narrative. I liked learning about the grandmother. I liked that little like those again characters and scenes and production value. But like this thing I got, I was thinking about Lost it, again watching it because it reminded me very much of. Like there's a couple of flashbacks in Lost, and usually it's to somebody's life before the island. But there's one or two that are like kind of period flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I guess I guess Lost had a bit more running time. I was like, well, no, it didn't. The episodes were forty-two to forty-five minutes long, and it did the exact same thing, but in a really tight, concise way. It did it so well, and this is trying to do too much. Like other other than. Other than is it Najma? This character's name, Cameron's mother. Like uh, yeah, uh, right. of that group of villains, it was like one actress and four stunt people. You know, they were just they were yeah. an, an afterthought, and so much of it feel like the the red daggers or whatever they're called. Like there's a guy introduced exposition dump, and he's killed like five minutes later in in a in I know, yeah. really bad action sequences. Just a mess, absolute mess. It seems like they, I don't know, is it rushed? Because again, Disney's got so much content That's some to try That's the frustration through, with it. It's like, it's like, it's odd. It, it's odd that I'm saying that, well, like, cut the action stuff out. Like, yeah. the stuff we're doing with the friends and family Way more is interesting. great. Yeah. Um, the, the, I don't need the, um, the, 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 oh God, the, what's the name of the gin group? Clandestine. Um, I don't need them. Yeah. The clandestine. Her trying to figure out her powers, rescuing that kid on the mosque. Oh, the officer damage controller kind of sniffing around. Like, it could have just been a really nice little, like, family in the neighborhood Jersey thing. And it's like, oh, let's just keep our heads down because officer damage controller trying to figure some shit out. I didn't need to go to Pakistan this series. Could have done that next series, you know? Um, and if they just kept it. I don't need a big action sequence. Like,. Even when we were saying the the moment the clandestine arrive, where it's like, oh, these guys are going to turn into the villains, it's like I didn't expect them to turn into the villains with the next five minutes of screen time. It, I expected it's it's like it feels like the load of stuff was cut, or they didn't have time to film a lot of stuff that was supposed to be filmed. Just, even the very end of this episode, where 
the convenience store blows up and then you hear Bruno say, you've got powers now? And then it just cuts to credits. Is so fucking clumsy. And I gotta say, I am done with watching this stuff week to week until the quality improves. I'm not watching any more of it. Genuinely. It's just... So what I was about to say there um, was... Because between Boba Fett, Obi-Wan and slight, this, I'm just yeah. like... They've got to, they, they've got yeah. to fucking improve. It's, I, what I was about to say there as a... Um, as a sort of, I, I, I'm happy for things to be kind of free form here, but just like we've, we have fallen into a structure of like we're talking about a lot of Marvel content week mm-hmm. on week. Um, and I would happily go back a little bit to some of the stuff we were doing last year. Like I would happily forego this week to week stuff for a bit, like maybe build up three episodes and recap and, or six episodes and recap um, f- in favor of going, let's pick a movie. Mm-hmm. Let's pick something from like an archive of like stuff I liked digging into old stuff digging into anomalous like I think you've got something on the on the uh, a Japanese thing that you wanted us to look at a while back the game maybe or something Cure the Cure I think yeah which is and, let's not watch it <laughs> okay I watched it in the it. horror movie end of things uh, hey god or it, you've had time to think about it no I watched it and it's fucking ponderous and it's Criti- okay. Critically, people loved it. I watched it. I was like, no. Like, it was interesting, but... I mean, if we're stuck for something to talk about, then by all means, let's no, watch yeah, it. Well, like, um, we have a recommendation in the uh, emails. Uh, someone suggested we watch All My Friends Hate Me. Um, so that's a sort of... Or like, do I just need to thriller. sleep? You might just need to sleep, but the thing is, you're saying you're saying what my brain's thinking. Um and or, or like there are periods in doing this podcast where I'd have been kind of like pushing back against that going oh no I like the week to week structure but I'm like no we're talking a lot about Marvel stuff and like I I want a little more variety in, in the, the stuff, stuff we're talking about yeah and I'd happily and that that's 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 what they're doing as well yep, like putting completely. a prestige show on week to week to keep you wrapped up in it and we've yeah. got wrapped up in it and are we going to are we going to move into uh, true crime? I'm I'm saying I'm going to start committing crimes, uh, but mm. for the podcast, and then me and it would be Kev worth are going to pick. solve them. Yes, yeah. Which crimes were Aiden? Which ones were Aiden? How did he do it? Hammer, um, hammer. Don't spoil it. Oh <laughs> that, that's I don't even own a that's hammer. That's three episodes so down the drain. Prove it. Okay. Um. No, what we were saying is like we might nominate a movie ahead of time and watch it and come and have a chat about it. Fair. Uh, just to try and break up some of this like week-to-week Disney thing because their corporate scheme is working on us and we're watching a Disney show every week between Star Wars and Marvel stuff and um, this this show could be more interesting if we just start picking further afield and from... From the back catalogue of, of, of all of cinematic history, because, you know, again, there's stuff that we haven't watched from 1972, you know. But, because um, I had to dig out there for a second, um, who recommended what and when? Uh, uh, a listener recommended All My Friends Hate Me. Okay, I've not, I'm not, I don't know that one. Or do I just uh, need can, to sleep? Or... 
if you think everybody hates you, you probably just need to sleep. If you hate everybody, you're probably oh. hungry. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I think everybody hates me. You just need to sleep. Yeah, or shower. Or shower. Yeah. Shower, then sleep. I perpetually, I perpetually have that, especially with like... I'm sure lots of people do. Because it's just like... What is that? I think attachment anxiety or something like that. It's like the moment I'm away from people, I think they hate me. And then when I'm hanging around with them again, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, we're all friends. Everybody likes this. is great. And then the minute I'm gone, I'm like, I think they hate me. Um, What's that about? General anxiety disorder. Seek professional help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or stop caring. Good or bad what people think of you. So you guys think I should seek professional help? Okay, yeah. got it. Um, yeah. and, and couple that with the um, the textbook stress dream, and the yeah, yeah, um, obsessive behavior. So I guess we've covered Miss Marvel, and we've talked a little bit about direction for the podcast. Um, Something popped into my head to talk about there for a moment, but it's gone entirely. Um, it might come back. Ugh, Thor. So I went into Thor going, I'm going to love this. I love Taika Waititi movies. But at the same time, there was something at the back of my head. I, want, I, 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 still, I only saw it yesterday, so I want to have time to decompress and like let it settle into me. Um, but did come away thinking there's only so much there's only you can only hire the very best sort of once and then afterwards you're hiring the second best then you're hiring the third best and Marvel has got so much stuff on that they are um, uh, uh, what's the word for it diluting their talent base a bit or diluting the focus it's getting messy and it's you know they they owe me nothing I I think they've Um, made a fatal flaw with this film that I haven't seen anybody mention yet but we can kind of get into it in a moment um, but yeah, it, it's something that um, pulled me right out this. and yeah like the, uh, I saw it on Thursday and I was enjoying it most of the way and then they mm-hmm. they do they do something that I was like, are they doing kind of what I think they're doing? I was like, I, I don't think this is a good idea. And then they really go all the way with it. And it really pulled me out. And I just kind of sat during the rest of it going, this is okay. And I, I by the time it was over, I, I didn't hate it. I I mostly enjoyed it. But then thinking about yeah. it the rest of the day and yesterday and today, I'm like, no. I think we should remain a bit vague on spoilers on this just because it is um Yeah, okay. We're only a couple of days after it's been released. Um but I, I think I can talk in generalizations around why I like I I I felt like I was watching a Spy Kids movie. Yep. Um it's very in places, it's silly. And not in a good way. Very silly. Very silly. At the expense the, they've, of they've a gone, lot of things. Tor is stupid now. He's, he's not a himbo. He's he's dumb. Like he's yeah. and, and and for what you know. There were there were moments. 
there were people who criticized the first one from a very misogynist standpoint. Like, like I remember seeing the type of people that I fucking hate talking about, like, oh, he has to be stupid and the women have to be fucking great. And like, like anything he tries, he ends up falling over in Thor Ragnarok. And I'm like, look, yes, there's a bit of that. Like he tries to break the window opens, whatever. And like, when I say there's a bit of that, I don't mean I agree with your argument. I mean, they had some funny moments involving Thor. Let's let's allow a character to laugh at himself as well. It's fun. Chris Hemsworth's good at comedy. Um, yep. There, he's just stupid, top to bottom now. And like, like sorry, what the, are we talking the, about? The, we're Thor. talking about Thor. Okay. We're, we're going to um, avoid the, spoilers for the most part. Okay, because it's pretty early in its release. Yes, um, to be putting this out. Um, the the p- part of what I could go from Ragnarok into Infinity War and have him be funny and into Endgame. I don't see how this character goes from Love and Thunder back to a Russo-led Avengers movie and suddenly brings the veil of seriousness down again. Yeah, far is, too silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just let go altogether of any like, even if Valkyrie was funny falling off her fucking gantry coming out of the ship because she's pissed, she was a serious traumatized character who, you know, had no time for Thor's bullshit. It, it was balanced. Now she's goofy. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's goofy, though. Everybody's goofy, and I think that's the problem. It's all There's dialed no... up. Everybody's yeah. goofy. Yeah. Part, what did you say, Brian? It's all dialed up. It, it's it's too much. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's too much. It's just like, there's not a break. Even watching it, instantly, I was just like... yeah. Like, it's like, okay, have Korg. Have Korg that, like, constantly goofy bit of comic relief character. And Thor having a little bit of semblance of seriousness and things to him. But, like, it was... Look, Taiki Rikidi is good and all that kind of stuff, but (laughs) everybody... I don't know his name. Everybody needs to be reined in. Everybody needs a little bit of a... Of, yeah, uh, I think somebody was sitting over him a little bit on Ragnarok. That's yeah. the thing is like I, and then it's huge, and it's like go wild. I like Ragnarok, but I don't think it's. Some people, you know, say it's the best in the MCU, and I don't think it's anywhere close to being that. It, it's fantastic for Thor's character, like it, 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 perfect kind of tone. But the film itself is good. It's not incredible. I, I love it. But I, 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 love it as I, a Thor movie. I do. I do like it, but it's. Basically, every, everything that I, I kind of dislike about Love and Thunder, I saw the roots of it in, in Ragnarok, you know, and Ragnarok just gets away with it just about. But yeah, it's exactly like you said then, you know, it was, it was such a massive success, not even in terms of box office, just in terms of kind of critically and with audiences and, and just nailing kind of the tone for, for Thor. It feels like they just let him off. And it's it's weird that, you know, there's so many people have left MCU projects over the years because of creative differences and then not only have they given him free reign but I just I mentioned this while you popped out Kev that I think there's a fatal flaw in here and it's baffling to me that no one caught it because the implications of it for the stuff going forward I think it could be a real kind of jump the shark moment for for the MCU and I might well get into it now maybe yeah yeah go for it is this something that we should spoiler warning or no? I, I don't think so. Uh, okay. I'll I'll tread lightly in this. It's nothing. It's nothing that hasn't been revealed in a trailer. I think. 
right? Okay. okay. Just a bit more specific. When Iron Man came out, it was largely grounded. It's about a, you know, a, a billionaire playboy who makes a flight suit, a flight suit that has like the capabilities of a tank, right? And it's it's a bit yeah. unrealistic, but it's largely grounded. And the question after that came out, and like it came out the same year Batman Begins, right? I think. Which did? No, 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 it was, no three years Begins later. Was three years later. It came out the same year as Dark Knight, maybe. 2008? Maybe around the same time. Um, they're both largely... Iron Man's 2008, 2007. Yeah, they're both largely kind of very grounded, right? Just the, yeah. you know... Point being, the big question was, is like, how do they do a team-up movie and introduce Thor, who's a god, into mm. this world they've established with Iron Man 2? And then they pulled it off so well, and it, it's essentially that, like... The Norse gods, uh, like the gods from Norse mythology, are real, but they're not gods. They're just this mm. other species that is far advanced, far yeah. beyond human. God-like. And in earlier civilizations, they hung out around Earth, and they hung out with a bunch of Vikings or whatever. And they, you know, that's where these these stories come from. But they're not gods. They're just godlike, and they were worshipped as such. But they're not gods. There's just other species out there that are. It'd be like Superman and Krypton, you know? Effectively, he is godlike, but he's not a god. He's he's just this advanced species. Yeah. And that works for the rest of the MCU. And what this film has done is basically said, oh, no, they're gods, and all gods are real. And that there's, there's now, like, a two-tier species where you've got, like, human-type species that mm. are subjugated in worship, and then there's this t- tier above them that they're not a species that are advanced or superior. They're literal gods. Mm. And then they walk through mm. Omnipotent City and there's a fucking dumpling god and it looks like an anime mascot. Mm. Makes no sense. Because now effectively you've, you're, you're mixing religion and mythology. Which is yeah. very complex and very, very, yeah, it's, it's very, it's, it's way too complex and it, it hasn't gotten near it but they're, they're effectively saying that every planet out there every planet out there with, with a species that there's also a god species a governing that that is, yeah. that is real and it's like no that's not how it works it's what it is is there's there's advanced there's advanced species and they're coming to early civilizations and they're being worshipped as gods mm-hmm. but they're not actual gods but the film says no they're gods and there's a god city where all the gods hang out and yeah. It makes no sense, and like I said, it's it's blending religion and mythology and superheroes, and it. I don't think anybody's considered what that means for the MCU going forward, and it, it's crazy to me that nobody kind of read the script and went, no, no, this 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 doesn't work. I think the thing is they'll have considered it about as much as it was considered in the comic books. But the, yeah, but, but, the, but this anything. is this is the thing is that, you know we've talked about kind of introducing time travel and the multiverse and how that's potentially mm. very, you know, it adds too much weight. And I, I think what they've done yeah. with this adds way more weight than, than any yeah. other time. Cause the time travel and multiverse stuff so far has been handled. Okay. It hasn't, it's, it's not kind of groaning under it's it, the weight of what it means. But I, I think this will going forward because 
it's 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 crazy that they're I... saying there's gods and and they're real and they're worshipped and yeah. they, they they could have just had Olympus be a type of so Asgard. Goofy. Yeah, I I enjoyed Russell Crowe. I did really but the, there is part of me that's like can we he's Zeus he, can we take somebody serious why does he talk in a broken English accent Greek accent yeah he's he's existed before all of you know yeah it, it, and there's a, there's a also, line he's like he, I said it on a he says at one point he says we we have a many matter to be discussed or to be talked about it's like wait a we have many matter to be talked about because he's doing he's doing Natasha Dimitrio's impression of her father I, I, I stand by that because of um because of the mid credits, because of uh what we do in the shadows, because of every English connection. Um they are like Natasha Dimitrio, Taika Waititi, there's there's a mm-hmm. like they're they're moving in the same circles. And like I literally just listened to the Adam Buxton podcast where she's talking about her father and she's been doing that impression forever. And that's what she's doing. And that's what Russell's doing. And I don't know how he got exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he maybe he did go hang out with some Greek immigrants in the UK. But even so, it doesn't broken, make but... sense for him to talk like that. But it, it's obvious that there's a ton of stuff cut from the film. Like, Bale is barely in it, you know? Yeah, they talk about four hours of... Um, they did a four-hour cut, and they were like, "It's just, just, just loads of jokes, and it was sacrificing the story." And it's like, there's, there's stuff that, um, there's more of those. Like, there's stuff. The stuff with Bale is great in places. Yeah, like, he was fantastic at that. He, 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 like when they chose to be serious with him as a villain, it's like this is great. Mm-hmm. This is great, and him so creepy. Like the concept of telling the stories of deities, you know, like that 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 narrative thing is the, the opening was yeah, great, but like with him. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. good stuff, and he, him him feeling that betrayal or him playing that betrayal mm-hmm. um, was great. I, I really enjoyed as well just the introduction with Thor and like that that battle, that first battle, and it was it was cool to see. It reminded me a bit of One Punch Man, where you've got all these kind of supporting characters around this massively overpowered character. And it's still fun to see mm-hmm. that overpowered character just step in at the end and, you know, Knock it, shit it, it'd things. be easy work. And just, just when, when Welcome to the Jungle started and he throws off the robe, I was so on board. Even though the action itself that followed was not great. Mm. Just that setup of here's an immensely, here, here's how you make a, a immensely powerful overpowered character. Here's how you make him interesting. It was so much fun. But then it, mm. it kind of not long after that it, it 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 lost me kind of quite quickly and then it just did more and more things that that didn't work. Um, I th- I think it's kind of very telling now that you know we didn't have a Thor trailer for so so long close to release because they were probably still working out what was staying in and what wasn't what was getting cut. And even after the first trailer mm. came out, I think you asked me like, "Am I looking forward to this?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like the trailer. F- Sweet Child of Mine did so much work in the trailer, but I had no idea what it was going to be about from that first trailer. I had no idea what I was excited about. I was just like, yep, it's Thor. It's it's following on from Ragnarok. That's my only reason I'm I'm excited. And And again, it's like I don't want to just be bringing negativity to it. I had lots of fun with this in many places, but like 
there's there's so many of the shots that are just like it cuts to the, it do you remember that youtube video like that every frame of painting thing of like here's why this comedy isn't working and it's just like all it is is people talking saying funny shit edited into like shot counter shot and you just come in and you get the feeling that they've been set up for half an hour doing versions of this and there's so much of that in there you know like like when 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 Jane and Thor are walking along whatever so road in Impotent City, it's so bad. And and you, like I was looking at Tessa Thompson in the back, going, "Do you think they made her walk behind them all day while they did this?" Or like I was looking at that, going, "Is that a loop of Port, background walk?" Portman is so awkward in that scene where she's like, she's doing her like I was thinking about, it, and then and I and then, I was thinking, like, bam, and I was just like, did what? What is she? She's playing like a child. Like, it's a completely different personality to, to what she'd previously been doing. And then they put the fucking CGI helmet on her for no reason in that scene. And it's so distracting. It's bizarre. Absolutely I wish bizarre. they just put helmets on people. Either do it or don't do it. Yeah. Kevin, have you... Has this just been me and Brian talking about Thor? Have you... Any thoughts on it? Did you enjoy it? Um. Yes, of course I... I, I I, I have thoughts I'm a human being um but uh I pass as a human being um but uh do I have any thoughts on it yeah it was just like I liked it but it was very very apparent and very very obvious from the first I'd say three minutes that too far with the jokes jokes were too silly too far and too much you know, it was oversaturated with like kind of. A, I'm all down for humor. Uh, I love humor. I like the balance that Marvel has struck in previous movies and TV shows. Shazam is my favorite DC movie because of the humor and the the balance in it. You know, excuse me, uh, is 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 my favorite or you know my favorite DC movie. But uh, in this, it was just uh, it was just at times a little much. Um, I liked a lot of the movie. I ultimately enjoyed it. It was fun. But it's not better than Ragnarok. Ragnarok is a much better movie, in my opinion. Oh, by far. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Much better. This I'm okay with this kind of being a very, very standalone MCU movie. That doesn't necessarily bother me. But, uh, like... Uh, and I like a lot of the characters, but there's just there was nothing... There wasn't anything big in the way of development. And even the Garden of the Galaxy stuff, I kind of just wanted to get past it because uh, it was just hard to watch. <laughs> you know, it was just like, like, so he's just been with these people this entire time and they've had to tolerate him. He lets all this destruction happen. Like, as in, like, he's an like, absolute lunatic, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Star-Lord's playing something different than we played when we last saw him in Endgame, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but he did lose Gamora. But his, re- his relationship to Thor... And the way they were playing that is drastically different. So I think you can say time plus change. Uh, but but he, he, even within the opening, it was different. Like they, he shows up and he seems reluctant that he has to even ask him for help. But then he gets excited when Thor does his catchphrase. But then a couple of minutes later, cuts to all of them and they're just like standing there, kind of going, "He's showboating." And it's like, are they? Do they like him or are they sick of him? Like, which is it? Mm. You know, all, all yeah, within true. a couple of seconds. He, they, he, I thought it was so cool that he liked his catchphrase. I thought, I thought that was an interesting take. That you know, they've got to ask him for help, but they, they enjoy that he's there and they kind of relish it. But then seconds later, they're all just standing there, 
board. I was like, oh, you, you've literally just undone that cool moment a couple of seconds ago. Which is it, you know? Yeah, so I think I think Taika had a lot of fun. Basically. Oh, hey, look, I think fun. I was going to say, I think everybody involved had a lot of fun. And probably, as Brian said, too much fun. Uh, I think it was, a, uh, you look, I like the guys and all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't really watch interviews with Taika and all that kind of thing because, you know, I'm not really interested in him as a person or anything. But um, he seems to kind of have also a character he likes to play in interviews. He's, he's good at press. He's a very cocky yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not but really. But that, that's that's been the making of him in many ways. Okay, so uh, that, that's not a criticism. That, yeah. Like, I, yeah, he's he's a cocky but, guy, and he's like he's fun to watch, you know. But uh, yeah, but like in just just in this movie, it screams him, you know. And even like I said, I didn't haven't watched a lot of interviews of him, but it screams him. Uh, and look, kind of again, it was a fun experience. I I didn't even realize I was like an hour in when I was an hour in, essentially, you know. Uh, I'd imagine so was, you'd be quite bored on a rewatch. Yeah, you know, because perhaps, there's, there's yeah. not a lot in there. It's, it's very shallow. And that's the other and, thing. Uh, I I didn't I didn't care about I didn't care about the cancer plotline. I didn't didn't connect with it at all. You know, especially when you've you've literally just said, but that's it. And you you've 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 established that gods are gods and they're real and so is the afterlife and they all get to go to Valhalla and I won't say any more than that but I was like you know all, all you know, that, you know what like, I'm you know where you I know was going to say that, but I was just going to say like uh, like the movie I think you know I think was a little bit self-indulgent of the people participating in it you know but uh, but um, yeah I was going to say though uh, gore like what happened to him He's great and he's intimidating and all of and then he's like a squeaky man voice, and it's just weird. I didn't even mind that though. I just thought it's. I Did thought, you, uh, could, where was the squeaky man voice? Oh, a couple yes. of places. Yeah, I noticed it, but I didn't. It didn't bother me. But okay, none, none, nothing there bothered me with gore. Um, I actually thought that was the most successful yeah. part of the film was was gore and it, it rode a line of like it's, it's funny like at the end he's of talking to the children when they do there's a point where it, sorry there's a point where Thor turns his back and he goes you turn your back and he goes into his Batman voice basically while well, it was funny to see him he's like oh, it's Batman <laughs> Batman showed up but uh, it's literally Batman voice uh, it's funny but, but I did I did like it's a thumbs up it, it was for me immediately after watching it, but then mm. the more I thought about it, I was like, no. And I, I, yeah. It's a thumbs up. I was going to say it's a thumbs up, but it's not the strongest thumbs up. It's a little bit, it's a little bit of a weak thumbs up. It's like, it's, it's more fun and entertaining than it is bad and like eye rolling. It's candy it's by no means. So great. I'm going to cut this, but let's like, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about the mid credits scenes a little bit should we should we cut should i cut this or should I just say spoilers we're going to talk about the mid credits spoilers let's yes yeah this is spoilers yeah let's just address a little bit the ending and the post credit scenes because i want to talk about the ending but yeah the last mid credit scene let's go that the there's two mid credits there's a mid and a post the post credit yes, scene brian's yeah, right the post credit scene uh, you, natalie portman manifests in the afterlife 
has a you know when a scene starts badly you know when a character is supposed to be walking towards camera and you know like the, sh- the moment the shot starts you see them start to walk and it takes all the momentum out of it it's one of those things where it's like somebody just said action it's like a stage and entrance it's like she starting. walked through a, a curtain yeah it's just a it's just a bad take mm-hmm. and like do it different I know that that's me being a real fucking asshole about no, but, this but, but, but like, the thing is I think I think people pick up on that and the difference is sometimes when you know a bit about production you can articulate it mm. and it sounds nitpicky yeah. but I think a lot of the time somebody goes yeah. ah you know I I didn't like that and they might not and be able to articulate just, it but yeah. I don't think you're nitpicking I think you're I think you're you've got your I think you've kind of got the nail got on the head eyes on. yeah like that that moment where she goes oh 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 hello hello not oh my god it's it's Hemdel it's mm. like Oh, there you are. You know, it just everything about the tone of that's wrong, and yep. you know, seeing Hemdel again just just undermines yep. everybody's death ever. You, just like I said, you're mixing mythology and and religion, and you're saying there's an actual afterlife now for for gods. You know, mm. um, yeah, crazy, crazy. That that is a much denser complex oh, I think they'll just ignore it to be honest but that's what I'm saying they, they can't you've you've introduced it now you know because um, mm-hmm. I know in the comic book arc but, but sorry, you know she sorry, faces the, the, her death but gets elevated to the role of Valkyrie but the thing is e- even if like, you ignore it that that's the problem mm-hmm. is that that's the problem with the comics is they introduce stuff and then they undo it and you can't keep doing that e- even if you say ignore that retcon retcon the second you start doing it, the second you lose your whether your audiences know it or not, you lose them. And I, I think they even if they ignore that going forward, whether the general audience can put their finger on it or not, they're going to say it's not going to sit well with people, and they will tune out. The, you're, you're going to see people. We've already seen it. The the Rotten Tomatoes score for this is one of I think it's the fourth lowest. Marvel's Marvel movie it's 68 which is still fresh but there's a reason it's being received this way and I think that's part of it you're introducing these concepts the thing is Thor works because you you very neatly say as guardians there weren't gods there's as ad guardians they visited her and it works and it's neat and it's concise and it, it you can put these two concepts together but now you're saying there's gods and there's an afterlife and is there an afterlife for everybody and it's like I said, if you ignore it, you've already created the problem. Even if you ignore it, it, it just won't work. You're, you're you're adding too much that it you can't resolve. And then the mid credit scene, after we go along with the notion that Thor manages to kill Zeus effortlessly. Are we still alive? I guess I guess Olympic Olympian gods don't have a heart there well you know um, it would be a little bit silly or like you know it would be kind of like i even when i was watching it, it's just like so the thunder bolt or the lightning bolt technically can kill zeus so why or god so why are they so concerned about gore's sword if well, we've seen anything can kill gods yeah we've seen let's know, let's is, we saw thanos let's not loki's neck let's Things not dwell gods. let's not dwell yeah let's just not dwell too much on that stuff but in the scene yeah crow is or zeus is back uh, and we see uh, 
another cameo of a new character. They keep this is the third one now. Uh, in the last that like we've had Star Fox, we've had uh, Cleo, and now we've had Hercules. Brett Goldstein as Hercules. Yeah, which is a great shout. But I like Brett Goldstein. Yes, me too. But, but he could he definitely could, coming from a comedy vibe. I would say he could definitely. He could definitely play it like really stupid, if it's Taiki's way. He could play it like Roy Kent. Yeah. Is it Roy Kent? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, she's a grumbly bastard, but he's got a heart of gold. You know, yeah. and like, and that's that's all he needs to do. That's all they'll want him to do. However, was he like kneeling at a three-quarter angle, tying a lace while Zeus was talking to him while being above him? Because Zeus's eyeline is definitely looking up. And yeah. then the reveal is him sort of standing up and swinging his mace into his hand, going, "Of course!" And it's like, "What? What was he doing? What was?" I, I liked it. That? I liked it. I thought it was fun. Why? N- I'm not going to be like. I, I like the I like the reveal that Brett Goldstein is going to be playing Hercules. That was a stupid shot with a dumb action with eye lines that weren't considered. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but like is that the setup for Thor 5 then and is it like do I just have to accept that Hercules is going to be handled as in as goofy a fashion as this has well I, I think they will there's going to be a bit of revision because already the way this is received and we'll see now with the box office as well but I think they'll know I, I think they already know that this needs work because yeah it was we were so close to the release date before we got our first trailer and they've cut so much stuff they revised so much of the story I think they know already that they've because um, the, the only the only thing to say that there's going to be another Thor film is that it says Thor will return. Thor will return. They haven't said that Waititi's on board to direct or anything like that. They haven't announced any of that. Now he probably will, but um, I'd imagine. I think they know already that that they've that they've gone a bit wrong, and with the audience, but look, and look perception uh, and probably the box office we'll see as well. And at the end of the day, look, kind of, it's what, it's the 29th Marvel movie, as far as I'm aware, MCU movie, you know, um, uh, by all means, you know, it's a bit of a fun outing at the end of the day, people will like it, and I think it will, it, it will do less damage than, I think it will do, like, more good than bad to a degree, but, like, it's a misfire for sure, and it's a good lesson to learn, like, balance you know, have because I, 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 you know, DC. Everybody goes on about DC being dark and gritty and all this kind of stuff, which is you know whatever if people want that. That's their business. But Marvel always told the line a little bit better than that, with with a good like you know a healthy spattering of fun, comedy, endearing stuff, drama, and and and, and edginess to a degree. You know, but this movie was just over the top and and uh, on the other spectrum of stuff. And I think moving forward, Marvel will be more wary of that. They'll toe the line better. I hated his main costume. His costume at the very end was awesome. One of the very end is awesome. The first one with the the red jacket and the t shirt, awesome. Awesome. The first one with the fur trim and stuff, also mm-hmm. great. The one at the very end, great. The one for the majority of the film, Power Ranger, awful. Just yeah, awful they got stuff. rid of the wetsuit at a certain point. Mm-hmm. 
when he's in New Asgard first and he's got that um that that scale mail thing that we saw assemble in Infinity yeah. War that's great and that's great to wear when you're shooting and it's great when it's CG but when you're close up and you're just having conversational comedy comedy scenes and you see the rubber bend it's it's I hated it in no bueno in Infinity War because he looks so great in Infinity War and then he shows up in this great moment in Wakanda and it's so obvious that it's just this rubbery Rubber. flappy thing it's like oh, he looked so good earlier <laughs> just bare arms and a cape so much better than the the wetsuit thing because it's but, not uh, it's not even molded like you know the like the man of steel costume you know could be like that no that'd be so much better but it's just this fucking neoprene bulky thing that yeah looks out all the pattern stuck yeah. on it and let's think like but, the, uh, bucky bucky's arm is great and it's all cga just just fucking CGI both arms rather than or or don't don't cover them, but don't. Well, yeah, don't cover them. He's yeah. put he's put a ton of work to look physically. If they look, forgot a... about Sif is so goofy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, oh, your yeah. arms in Van Halen, and it's just like, ugh, like, come on, guys. Surprised if you jump ahead about five thing. minutes, but I was just gonna, I was just gonna touch on the end, love and thunder. Is he just? Is he just want to get his daughter a job? Like the his char- son was in it as well, but yeah, the ca- the character isn't from anything, so it's almost like he's invented a character just for his daughter to be in the MCU. Which I mean, fine, but is that Waititi's daughter? No, it's Hemsworth's no, it's daughter. Hemsworth's daughter, and she literally does a thing when her dad dies. Waititi's two of Waititi's kids are in it. But do you know when? Uh, do you know when? Uh, like uh, your like you see someone you kind of know and you just give them that smile mm-hmm. that like yeah his I, daughter I just does it too yeah yeah it's just like whoa this is so weird why is this actor doing this and then yeah. I found out afterwards it's his daughter I was like oh, I, I literally thought fair. the same thing I was like why is she yeah. doing that face How... yeah that awkward smile yeah. like so uh, yeah the Eternal looked cool the Eternal Eternity did look cool yeah um, but uh, kind of cool Yes, it was very cool. Um, kids with superpowers, do I want to see a gaggle of kids, you know, doing stuff like that? If Thor could have done that at the start, uh, the why didn't thing. you just do it? Why didn't you just do it? Um, he, yeah. he literally says to James, like, oh, you know, of course I could use your help. It's like, bring any Asgardian. Just, you know, yep. enchant something. They can take the horse. You could, surely you can bring an extra two with the lightning bolt. Like, just, yep. yeah, very silly. Cool moment, but makes no sense. What we've said there is he has the power of the Allfather. He has Odin's magic that he can bequeath the power of Thor onto anybody and everybody. And it's like, what are we... That, that's, again, when, when I said it's like a Spy Kids movie. Like, everybody's kids are here and having fun. And, like... Uh, I enjoyed that moment. I did laugh. Me too. And I, I had, it, this is great fun. It makes and no the, sense. the soundtrack kicked oh, I was, in. I think I laughed more than anybody else in the theatre. Don't get me wrong, but... This, this is everything we've talked about today because somebody's going to go, these are just a bunch of negative but it pricks. But also and just it, sort of like shot for shot repeated one of the best moments in Ragnarok with Immigrant Song, you know? You know, when he's leaping into yeah, the, the song. Yeah, it's just mm. the same thing, just yeah. different song. Oh, they, they committed to that leap as being yeah. a, a signature move. But... Um, oh, the, 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 the legs gosh, hang on the split. Talk. Yeah, hmm? yeah. When he does the Van Damme thing at the start. Yeah. yeah. 
a little um, bit. <sighs> I just, I just want to say, like, anybody listening to this is just going, these are all just a bunch of negative gobshites, this entire thing. Everything we've brought up, we've gone bad, 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 bad. But I think no, every step I, of the I, way I, we've I said, gone... I like, I've loved that opening. Like, I, yeah, g- give me a I, film I, of him but, doing stuff with the Guardians with that kind of tone. And stuff. That's what I'm getting at, is everything we've watched, we're able to go, these actors are great, these performances are good, these moments are great, we're really enjoying this, that, and the other. The disappointment comes from the, the lack of cohesion and the lack of, like, sense of direction and solid, like, as a piece of cinema, the, as a piece of television. The same problem I've got with Stranger Things, things and Miss Marvel hold. is the same problem I've got with Thor, you know? There's, there's a lack of yeah. focus or conciseness or whatever you want to say, but it just kind of feels scattershot and it's getting by on uh, a lot of the charm yeah. of the cast and things like that. But overall, it, it, yeah. it's not working. And the thing is, we know that we, we know that Taika's capable of Jojo Rabbit. We know that well, he's, he's capable. Of, he's of, capable of Ragnarok. Yeah, Boy. The beast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, boys. The boys was great, though. You know, I'm not going to shit on everything. The boys was good. Uh, I did. I did. I like. I like. I said sharp is top notch. If if um, if I was to say, do I like this? What percentage do I like it? Do I hate it? I like it more than I disliked it. Put it that way. Um, it's just. Uh, I, it I, I would have said the same thing sillier. on Thursday, but like I said, mm. sitting would have. For a bit, I, I don't, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think when I go to watch this again, every time we cut back to a two shot where they're going to have a silly, goofy bit of banter, which happens nonstop. Not non-stop. They 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 just cut from two characters to two characters to two characters to two characters bantering, and then there's a visual effects chaos, and then it was a strange movie. It was a strange Marvel one. To be fair, spoilers again. We did get to see Chris Hemsworth, but fantastic. There's your golden globe it, right there. But but giving him tattoos and stuff is like, does Marvel really want to give Thor big back tattoos and stuff? And now for any kind of topish scene going forward, but just sight however, ones. However, well, you know? however serious it could be potentially, uh, it's going to have it, that is a pure lethal, uh, as a pure naked gun moment. You know, when like Leslie Nielsen takes his shirt off and it's suddenly a bodybuilder's arms with like. A shit ton of tattoos on it. The next time you see him, it's not there. You know what I mean? Sorry, but, but also even just stuff like killing Korg and then Korg being not dead seconds later. Just yeah. Yeah. E- e- every every serious moment is not only undercut but oh yeah, undermined like moments later. You know, and yeah, that 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 moment worked for me. I I mm-hmm. it, amidst the ludicrousness and silliness, I went, oh shit, there's actually repercussions. Korg's gone. Yeah, Zeus is and then like, I was still alive. You know. And then yeah. now he's still there. And same with same with Valkyrie. Like when I was like, <gasps> when she got stabbed, I was like shocked. And then it's like, okay, no, she's fine. Yeah, yeah, everybody's fine. <laughs> everybody's even fine. not say even even um, the boys was a little bit like that. This 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 finale. Uh, yeah, I won't yeah, go into it. I won't, yeah, go into no. it. I won't go into it. Yeah, but later and to a lesser extent. But I think I think the setup for season four. I hope this season four is it's oh good. there will be yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's good going a great way. It's good. like I'm not that's not a that is not a what's called a put down. I I, I think the boys is fantastic. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder at the moment, anyways. Uh, 
I it's just it's just I think if some if I think if I went to it and someone said like now it's really it's it's really a comedy it's a straight up like wacky comedy uh, I might have had like I might have come out I might have had different expectations and kind of been a little bit like I don't know less disappointed or something but like I think people should know like this Thor Love and Thunder it's like it is a wacky comedy but you see yeah like uh, because we're not getting a, a and we talked about like the um because we're not getting the Avengers movie that pulls them all together into a a thing where that tonal shift it's like does Thor just live off in these Thor movies now where he's goofy as fuck or are we going to get a oh, so I think like it's going to pop back. up in the new Captain America movie which we have a director for Julius Ona they've announced yeah. a director for the next Captain America movie what, is what was that noise Cloverfield Paradox is not good which one's that Brian that, that was gonna it was the question. one that was surprise space station on yeah, Netflix Dad, right? um, it was like oh look there's a new Cloverfield movie and you can watch it right now on Netflix and it was terrible truly terrible so the the good Captain America movies now asterisk next to that because I do enjoy the first Avenger yeah, I think it's, it's underrated yeah first yeah. Avenger is good um, but people people highly rate Russo. Uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War written directed by the Russos directed Directed. Okay. Okay. Who wrote them? Marcus and Mick Really, The guys who wrote the first one and the second one and the third one. And Endgame and Infinity okay. War. Are they, are they on for the fourth one? I don't think they've said yet. They've just said director. So. Okay. They may not be the writers with the correct voice to write for um, a Falcon Captain America as opposed to Steve Rogers' Captain America. I guess we reserve judgment... I mean, what have the Russos directed before Captain America movies? Community, Community episodes and Arrested Development and Welcome Oh yeah, I'm not worried Collinwood. about Collinwood. Yeah, so let's let's reserve judgment until we see the movie then. I well, no, because Arrested Development and Community were excellent. <laughs> but they were situation comedy. Like, it's a different... They had action elements, to be fair, though. Yeah, no, like, they, they directed the paintball, the paintball episode and, yeah. That was very good. Yeah. <laughs> This phase has been, it's been, I think, some of the worst. I think it's got some of the most valid criticisms of the MCU. And it's had very little of the stuff that's tied it together and made it worth it. I, I'm, I'm kind of approaching a fatigue within there because there's, you know, e- even when you saw a bad MCU movie kind of early on, you were still like, well, you know, they're building towards this thing. So it was worth it just for that stuff just to see because they, they're building and building but this isn't building or leading to anything so when it when it's good it's good it's kind of standalone you get a Shang-Chi or you know like I said I like the Eternals but when it's bad you get this or you get a multiverse of madness you know which isn't, well, isn't terrible all, all just, of the post credit scenes in phase one and phase two crept you towards a thing you knew was coming yeah Every post-credit scene we've seen in this phase four is just like, here's a character. This is a casting announcement. Yeah. Like these casting announcements would have been Comic-Con moments rather than, yeah. you know, like we, we knew Hemsworth was playing Thor before we saw a hammer in the desert. 
You know, we knew he'd been cast. We were just sort of like, how are they going to introduce them into this world? Okay, we've one more Miss Marvel. We said we're going to check out The Alpinist. Uh, All My Friends Hate Me is a suggestion from Chris. So there is a Marvel and a couple of more. I might not watch Miss Marvel. Farther afield. Like, I'm, I'm kind of done. I might watch it. I might not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one episode to finish it out. Um. I, I I know what you're saying. Like, I don't think the world's going to fucking shift on this next, no. next 40 minutes of, like, the it's back 20 normal. minutes of that is just going to be, like, resolving stuff going, and now I'm going back to school, a happy... Like, it's, it's again a case as well of, like, who's going to show up and give her the costume because we haven't seen the costume yet. Um, her mum is going to make it for her. But... But anyway. But... Her mom doesn't have the, the fabrication tools that you get from an Ironhead studio. So how are they going to justify? Doesn't matter. We've seen the mom Bruno met in the mask already. Did everybody enjoy this week's uh, episodes of um, Everybody Quits Parliament and Boris Johnson resigns? Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks.